Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Um, 
in Windows 98. Um, <laughs> so hold on, I got him here. Call it in. Mike, Mike Harvey, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? It's always a pleasure to be here with family, man. Sports City Chefs, thanks for having me. Uh, we got a lot to chop it up tonight. Um, my team just dropped two out of three from the Mets, but they're three and four in the first seven this year. They got, you know, 11 more, and they're still only three and a half out after being like 10 and a half out about a month ago. So uh, playing some good ball, still finished the homestand at seven and three. Um, so, you know, uh, I can't really complain, man, but lots of things for us to get to. So I'm going to step aside and uh, – uh, oh man, much respect to yeah, you. Absolutely. Always glad, always happy to share the stage with both of you guys, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Listen, the Braves are like 10, over ten games out. Not only what two, three games. So I mean, hey, listen, um, that's a dangerous team. That's the, you don't want to place in the playoffs. So that's better to take care of business. They want to. They don't want to face these guys uh, come come down the stretch. Especially you got more games uh, coming up than you do behind you. So. Uh, they're they're one of those teams that could trip you up along the way. I got it. I got um, Mr. Serious in the building, calling from the seven hundred three and all, all area codes in between. Welcome back, Mr. Simmons. What's going on? You know, man, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be back in the building, man. You know, it's a summer life never never ceases. Never it's good to be back. You know, what I'm saying getting back in the swing of things. Life's starting to slow down, so it's time to get back to work, man. It's, it's a pleasure. Absolutely, man. I, I, listen, I, I, I gotta be honest. TP, you, you'll know, you know. Uh, I, I'm planning my little vacation with the with my queen. So, you know, listen, it's like that summer vacation. All the radio hosts, are, you know, in and out of, you know, they got co- people covering for them during the summer. So, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta do my thing. But, you know, listen, once once the season starts, you know, once football season gets back underway, everybody's everybody's back in the building. So it's gonna be a fun time. Um, you didn't make sure you put the money. You didn't make sure you put the money away for November twentieth because I don't want to hear you do the same BS that you did in January. Had me go to that doggone dumb Met Light to watch them get pummeled by the football team <laughs> in the cold, and y'all calling quarterback sneaks at the one yard line at y'all own one yard line. So you do that to me yes, again, yes. we are gonna have some problems in the middle of Connecticut. <laughs> I just know that's a problem. So, so shy, you better tell shy, you better tell him to get out the house and go ahead. He better get out the house and go ahead. Go ahead, because I'm not playing around. Listen, and he's like the first good pitcher. We got I'm not playing around. We got to chop it I'm up. I'm telling you that. That's, that's, that's the date. November, November 20th is the date. So you're you're being warned okay. now in July. I don't want to hear it. You have four months to do something. No, I don't, no, listen. No that's our day. That's our day. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm no, gonna do no. We have a couple. We also have September. We also have September. We also have September. We also have September. You know what happens in September too, right? Oh, Minnesota comes to town. Okay, so you right. better get your stuff together. You better okay. not pout. You better not cry. Right, you listen. better not lie. I'm telling you why. Uh... <laughs> All right, so I, I listen. Me, right, I'm taking the family to a Yankee game early August. So I, I, I doubt, I doubt my princess and the queen are going to want to go to that. So it'll be me and the little villain. And Uncle Ty, we're gonna go. You said this. You made up. Listen, you made up the plan. See, Sports City. Y'all see what I go through with this dude. He made up the plan about the the Twins and Yankees. He said the Twins and Yankees game we was going. Now they got already something planned in August. He said this back in like April, dog. And now I forget it. You do. I understand. I understand. I got no problem. I got no problem going. 
I got listen. I got now, offered okay. tickets to, for tomorrow's game. I had to turn it down. So listen, the villain. Yeah, I've seen it too. I've seen the, 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 the same offer. I've seen 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 the same offer. But it's it's all right. I got the same offer. We got to get together. Make sure we get the get the right tickets. We got to make sure we get the right. You ain't the only one that know everybody in San Francisco. You know, you come on. You know, you know, I know the same people. I know the same people. You mean? Absolutely. I ain't going absolutely. to watch a red Yankee game. That's, that's... <laughs> you give us the little red machine that, that could beat up on the Yankees right now. So, yeah, absolutely. So, listen, um, shout out to the homie Fed or, or caller calls in for basketball season. So, um, yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that together. We're going. Don't worry. No worries. Um, listen, you got, you said you had some unfortunate news. Let us let's get into that, and then we can um get into some more dishes, TV. Well, this is like this is like like political controversial. So I don't know if y'all on that type of temperature, but I, you know, it's somebody that big in my life and my heart, and he ain't around no more. And that's my pops, and mm-hmm. um, he was a diehard at the time uh, football team Commanders fan. I can't say the word, even though I want mm-hmm. to, because that was his team. But um, now Snyder was saying that he would testify. The NFL said mm-hmm. that he could testify under one, you know, you know, situation, and now he, you know, withdrew the situation to not testify. So it's like they're playing like pickle with this situation. And it's like, wait, Snyder, you need to kind of clear your name with all of this mischief that's behind you since you've been an owner down there. And um, I just want to kind of see how it's unfortunate that um, this is continuing to go on for somebody that really doesn't care about that organization. Yeah, I mean, shout out to your pops. Love them to death. Um, listen, I I was gonna bring this up as a little little appetizer, so I don't know if everybody knows, but TP's right. Dan Snyder was said he would voluntarily, quote unquote, voluntarily testify uh, to the the House Oversight Committee, uh, but then now they're saying the only way they would want him to testify is under subpoena, and now Dan Snyder says he won't testify under subpoena. Which is kind of like, it's kind of like a legal thing that really kind of I, I would I would imagine kind of put pressure on him not to not not to perjure himself but to answer the questions not you know hide behind the fifth or something like that. It's really it's it's really a, a political like a it's like a chess move that really kind of put him in check. Um, serious, I don't know if you heard anything about this. The news just kind of it broke a little earlier today. But, you know, Snyder, uh, owner of the Commanders, not a great guy. I got to be honest. Not a fan. But, you know, he said he would testify voluntarily. Now he won't testify under subpoena. Uh, I, I'd love to get your two cents on that. So you guys so you guys understand, I mean, I, I live out here in the Metro, so, like, that, that type yeah. of news is, is front row center for me. And here's the thing. I think this is a big game of chicken. And here's why. I think that Dan Snyder honestly believes and his representation believes that he can drag this out long enough till the the Republicans, you know, are are back in power. Uh, And once Mm -hmm. the Republicans are are back in power, you know, unfortunately, based off of how some of the Republicans and the Republicans that are in power think, I'm not not painting everybody with a broad brush, I hope you guys understand that. But based off of how the Republicans think and feel and move, that this situation is eventually going to go away. 
right now this is being spun, unfortunately, more of a political ploy than it actually is a fact-finding mission in an attempt to essentially get Daniel Snyder to sell the team, get rid of the team, et cetera, et cetera. I think that Dan Snyder has no intention on testifying. Here's the deal. He was, he was asked to come of his own volition and of his own free will a couple of weeks ago when Roger Goodell appeared before mm-hmm. the, the, the committee and, and said what he had to say. However, he decided to jump on his boat, to jump on his plane or whatever, and, and, and go to international waters and, and, and refuse uh, to testify. Now, all of a sudden, he sent a report or sent a statement from his attorney that said he will testify on the 28th or whatever it was. And now I'm understanding that he has since recanted that. So for me, mm-hmm. gentlemen, I think this is a big game of chicken. I think this is more political um, than, than anything. And, and that's unfortunate because I do believe that Dan Snyder should and has to answer for his, 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 his transgressions. Um, and again, like everybody alluded to, he, he's not a good man. He, you know, none of the, none of the fans uh, want him to stay as owner, but unfortunately I think it's going to be get dragged out, especially through the, you know, the preliminaries in November. And then once, you know, they feel that's going to get flipped, then this is going to die. And then unfortunately Dan Snyder stays in power. Yeah, I mean, they served him, a, they issued a subpoena. He hasn't accepted it because he's overseas. And you can't, you can't issue a subpoena to internationally, basically. Long story short, right? No, see, and okay, his lawyer. Okay, what I'm understanding, what am I saying, what am I understanding, Dylan? He actually said that he would testify on the 28th. I'm trying to search right now to find the document. I can send it to you guys in the group for it. But, right, right. He yeah, said that he would testify voluntarily on the 28th via Zoom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right, voluntarily, not under subpoena. They issued subpoenas right. to everybody, including <laughs> him. His lawyer can take it. His lawyer hasn't. And he doesn't. He, right. they can't serve it to him because he's overseas on, quote, unquote, right. vacation. And, and the legal... What I what what I've understand because I'm not in your area and they probably talked about it more than I've heard about it up here. But long story short, when you're under subpoena, you have to answer the question. Yeah, that's the difference. You have to right answer there. the question that's... that's posed. And if it's voluntarily, like if it's a voluntary, you know, goes to court, he doesn't have to answer fit. the question. You can right. opt out. You can be protected by the fifth. fifth. Exactly. Yes. So that's why he doesn't want to. That's why he doesn't want to do it on subpoena. Mike, go ahead. Yeah, I mean that. That's the thing. That's why he initially said voluntarily he would testify, because then he doesn't have to answer the questions in the subpoena. He can talk about what he wants to. But this is quite clear. He probably. My guess is he probably got word that they were still gonna, uh, you know, exactly what the question was going to be. And listen, when you have mm-hmm. something to cover up. And you have something to hide and or you're trying to avoid answering for something, then what are you going to do? You're naturally going to put it off as long as you can. So now I'm going to come back and go, you know what? Nah, I don't think I'm going to do this because I'm not trying to incriminate myself. Um, You guys have already said it. He's not a good dude. There is a lot to answer for. And he's going to try to put it off and get out of it as long as he can. And like you said, hopefully uh, 
he's hoping that there's going to be a power switch so maybe some of this can get swept under the rug. Uh, but either way, like even if one day he does have to pay the piper on this, he's going to try to prolong that as long as he possibly can. And I mean, I think that's all there is to it. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. And, and that that's the that's the main part to your point. Like, he doesn't have to answer the questions when when you're under uh, voluntarily. And, and I think that's the big loophole. And, and Sirius is right. He's going to drag this out until basically it's a quote-unquote non-issue, a non-starter for him. Um, and Goodell's come out and said he has no authority to, to remove Snyder. Of course he doesn't. He doesn't work for the he, – he works for the owners. The owners don't work for him. He can't remove anybody. Only the owners can remove Snyder. So um, this is a muddy situation, and I think when he gets under a subpoena and has to answer the questions, more things will come to light. I mean, they the NFL did their investigation, only fined them $10 million. It's like chump change to him, um, you know, and, and away he went. You know what I mean? So that's why the House wants to put him under the fire of the workplace conditions that have allegedly come up, uh, not only through – um, you know, Gruden and, and the emails, all that stuff, but prior investigations, what have you. TP, you want to clean this up for us and, and give us um, your opinion, or you, you good to move on? No, I mean, it's a good little topic to discuss. That's why I brought it here. And um, it, it's an unfortunate situation because I've had to watch this team my entire life, regardless of how I liked or didn't like it. Um, but it, it's bad to see it been like this since the late 90s when he came around still now, and they've had a couple of runs getting to the postseason, so on and so forth, but it's always something. It's, it's just bothering that he's not changing his ways, and it's, it's like he'd rather just remain middle of the pack and be controversial, and it's somewhat like all of those teams in the NFC East. I think all of the NFC East have, like, somebody that's in front office or an ownership that just makes you, like, question, what's going on? Like, the Maras and the management in New York, and then you got Snyder right here. You got Jerry Jones trying to make all the decisions at 95 years old, and then Philly with Lori. Like, like it's, it's interesting that all four of these teams have, like, questionable situations up top, and it, I think it somewhat holds the organization back, even though the Eagles didn't win a Super Bowl, what was that, like, six, seven years ago. It's, just, it's still not what they want day by day or, or year by year. I mean, they've had success. Andy Reid was there, and then they got one with uh, Peterson, but I, I don't see them as a consistent threat on a year in year out basis. Like they they have their things going on, and and right now Snyder with this situation swirling, and and the height of the the NFL, forget just the world, but all of these court movements, so on and so forth, with Deshaun Watson and now him and and him not trying to clear his name, he rather just kind of keep it like on the humbug. It's it's, it's ridiculous at the end of the day, man. Um, but it's a different time of day where um, people are being held accountable and don't want to lose everything that they got. No, absolutely, absolutely right. I mean, yeah, he obviously he doesn't want to. He he he's like you're gonna to have to, you know, you you you're not gonna get rid of him. He, he if he if you left it up to him, he ain't going nowhere. Um, you know, he he's kind of like the Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't leaving. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I don't I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna take you know, what, what this little investigation can bring to light to, to finally be the nail in the coffin. I don't know, but that's what they're hoping for. That's what they're looking for. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I, I, for one, can't, I, I, I'm not a Redskin or, sorry, sorry, Commanders, 
old habits. I'm not a Commander fan. I know a couple. Um, but I, I, I can see, like, this guy has to go. This guy is, this guy is the worst. Um, call number 929-477-2759. Um, got the chefs in the building, Mr. Harley, serious and, and the head honcho himself, T.P. Timeless, the co-host on the college cookout. Uh, let's stick with the NFL. Let's keep it here because, um, interestingly enough, you mentioned Deshaun Watson. Um, the ESPN came out with a top 10. They're, they're doing top 10 by position. Um, I think receiver and running back came out, but I think one of the bigger points of contention was the quarterback uh, list that came out not so, not so long ago. Their top 10 qu- quarterbacks. Um, some good names in there. Uh, number one, Aaron Rodgers, hard to ha- had not happened. Number one, two-time MVP. Patrick Mahomes, number two, even though he had a rough season a little bit. I mean, he showed why he's an elite quarterback um, at times in the playoffs. Not against the, not in the second half against the Bengals, and we all talked about that. Serious, and I went hard on that. Uh, Josh Allen, number three. Tom Brady, he should have been out of the list, but he's back, so now he's on the list. Number four, uh, Joe Burrow, number five, off of his Super Bowl run. Uh, Matt Stafford off his Super Bowl winning run, uh, number six. Justin Herbert, Chargers fame, uh, big cannon, big arm, uh, number seven. You got Russell Wilson moving over from Seattle to the Broncos, coming in at number eight, interestingly enough. Um, he was out of the top ten, I think, at one point. Um, now he's back in the top ten. Deshaun Watson, who didn't even take a snap all year, is number nine. Um, and then you got Dak Prescott, who, eh, not a bad season, not a great season, but not bad. I think, you know, a year not having to do uh, rehab, coming back and now uh, completely healthy, should be a little, should have a better year. Age 28, he's number 10. Who's not in it? Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson, not in the top 10. TP Timeless. Do you have a problem with this top ten, and is it a problem that a former MVP not too long ago is not in this top ten? I understand why they won't put Lamar there, but that's not his fault because they're more of a run-biased team, and he still hasn't gotten mm-hmm. the full plethora of threats. I mean, Mark Andrews, I love this dude as a tight end, but that's his lone threat. Yep. I mean, Hollywood Brown has been his other receiver to do this 5'8 and with a ton of speed. If he don't have to step on a dude, they neck and neck and it's a 50-50 ball. Duvernay is the next guy. They just got rid of Sammy Watkins. It's like, I get what they're doing, but they don't. Baltimore really wants him to hurt himself so they could be like, see, that's why we didn't give him that money. So that's, that's the one thing I look at. But this guy got an MVP. This dude has put up double-digit win seasons uh, at least, I don't want to say consistently, but within the realm, I think what last year was the first season that they didn't have a double digit uh, season and wins, and he was hurt. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't know how they could play him like that, especially with him with MVP capability in his first three seasons. They they disrespecting him. Some of the people that are named in that top 10 don't even have an MVP. So it, it, it's funny how people play around. They're prisoners of the moment, man. Um, But that's the way the world is, and it's, it's sickening now. I'm tired of just being analytical and just like bouncing around these ideas, people are really stuck in their ways on just being prisoners of the moment and not really thinking on what happened yesterday. I, I'm I'm sorry, it's sickening. The Kyler Murray situation, um, I understand it. Um, without D Hop, he looked like himself. He looked like how the Cardinals did look. Um, D Hop got hurt. They they fell and and shook up all the way throughout the end of the season. They were number one on the power rankings for almost the whole season. D Hop got hurt. They not only fell out of that number one ranking, but shoot, they 
turned into a weak team, lost first round and everything. They just completely fell apart. Tyler got to have some accountability to be, you know, help, you know, mm-hmm. to try to get this team to win ways. Um, the Cardinals are going to be themselves. So I, I, I understand why they did that with um, Kyler. Yeah, because I would think Kyler is better than Zach in some in some aspects. I think he he had a more electrifying, um, you know, season. And not, but not the whole season. He was he was a mess. He was a complete mess the second half of the season. I cannot like I can understand why you would put him ahead of Dak, and then I understand why you have him behind Dak. You know what I mean? Um, and you're right, TP. He he was miserable the second half without D Hop, and you know. A lot of people, you lose your best weapon, you're not going to be the same. But he's he's supposed to be good enough to overcome that, and he wasn't, especially as a number one pick. Um, and I listen, we'll get into Lamar. I totally agree with you, on Lamar Jackson. I think it's a joke that he's not in the top ten. Um, serious, you're you're out there near the be more area. Be more careful. Um, what do you think about this top ten? Who do you like? Who's in? Do you like who's not in? You know, honestly, I think who they got in currently is, is the correct group of names, uh, with the exception of Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah. And the reason why I'm going to pull Deshaun Watson out is because he hasn't taken a snap uh, for for a whole season, and it looks like, based off of how things are looking, he won't be taking a snap this season either. So if you pull Deshaun Watson out, you know what I'm saying, who are you going to slide in? And I, I, I think the person to slide in there would be one Kyler Murray. And, you know, <laughs> I talk about Lamar Jackson a lot, and I get dug, you know, everything but a child of God because I'm a Stella fan. But ultimately, here's the deal, and I think TP, you know, really made a legitimate point here where the Baltimore Ravens has, have not done a great job at getting this guy any type of weapons, any type of help at the wide receiver position mm-hmm. now. With that being said, it's on Lamar Jackson to, to, to put the ball where it needs to be and and, and, and not throw, you know, you know, skip balls to, to receivers. And But at the end of the day, you can only work well with the tools that you were given. And honestly, if I'm the Baltimore Ravens, and we, we said this when he was released, I go and pitch my tent at Julio Jones' house and beg his brother to sign. I go and I figure out what the hell's going on with Antonio Brown, and I and, and, and I try to make a move to to to, to, to lay mm-hmm. back and sit back and not do anything to <coughs> excuse me to assist this man in mm-hmm. his development. Um, it's asinine. Like the offensive line isn't what it used to be. This is a guy who, since he won the MVP uh, a couple of seasons ago, has has not completed a season uh, without being significantly hurt. And you bring back an offense um, that literally is college read option. You know, and we saw how that ended up for him. You put your franchise quarterback in harm's way, and then you want to sit here and talk about, you know, we want we want the guy here, we value him, this, that, and third, then get him some weapons to be successful. Now, this is me, the analyst. Now, the Steelers fan, I love it. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I do agree with what TP said and what others are saying. You know, you've you, you got to really put some pieces around him to be successful. And up until, you know, as we currently sit here uh, 
in the middle of July, there is not a wide receiver in Baltimore that is going to give defensive coaches, and let alone myself, any type of, you know, ink when we have to line up against them on Sunday. So, and, and that's on Baltimore. So that's on Baltimore. You, yeah, think, you think Kyler Murray's better? You think Kyler Murray's better than Lamar Jackson? I do in the sense that he has more around him. Yeah, better. So they're talking about quarterback for quarterback, quarterback for quarterback. You think Kyler Murray is better than Lamar Jackson? I would put Kyler Murray up there because of what because of what he does throwing the football. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is a better. If you if right, but I mean, listen, that's I hate. Listen, I get that argument, serious, but it's not fair because. Just because you don't do it the way everybody else does it doesn't mean you're not valuable. You take Lamar Jackson off that Baltimore team, what are they? They're trash. They're the Giants. They're trash. You put Kyler Murray, you take the Kyler Murray off the, the Cardinals with the weapons they have, they're not as trash as the Baltimore Ravens are. Lamar Jackson's everything for that franchise. And you know what? You know what I mean, it is? I, and, and I, I'm going to get to you in a minute. But here, here's the deal. I mean, honestly, Remember the quarterbacks that were drafted ahead of him in that 2018 draft? Two, three of them aren't even on the same team. One of them is, an, is a perennial MVP candidate but hasn't won one yet in Josh Allen. Lamar has an MVP. You know what I mean? That's like, what I was about to Baker say. Mayfield I was just Car- going to say that. Car- what? Yeah, Car- Baker Mayfield's in Carolina. I mean, you know, Sam Darnold's in Carolina, but he, how long he's going to be there? Josh Rosen's barely in the league. And you look at his draft class, Lamar's got his first season, 6-1, and one, took him to the playoffs. Second season, he's an MVP. Didn't have a great season after that, but injuries and everything. Like, there's nobody as decorated as him in that draft class. You can put Josh Allen in there, too. Josh Allen ain't got no MVP. He's got playoff wins. That's about it. I mean – it's not fair what they do to Lamar Jackson. It really isn't. I don't know if anybody else. Let alone like the, like just like he mentioned the, the the receivers that he has aren't threats, and then talking about he's throwing skip passes. You know how I many passes he threw on the money these dudes were dropping passes, especially Hollywood Brown wide open for touchdowns. And I had to watch that game specifically because it was against the Lions. He had like at least three or four drops yeah. that were touchdown passes. And they were on the money in basket catches. It wasn't like it was a bullet. It was like all you had to do was just close his hands. And these, this, that was his go-to receiver. Like, like you, you can't – and you see him two times a year as a Pittsburgh fan and really say that Kyler with this one season right here of success is better than Lamar out the gate and fell apart when he lost one receiver. Picture Lamar with the threat of D-Hop and Andrews and then still having to go back to his regular offense how it was without him. Like, he's the running game. Just think about that. He's, he's their running game. All of the running backs got hurt <laughs> last year. All, one, the, the first string running back to the fourth string, J.K. Dobbins, all of them got hurt, all four, and he still was out there competing. That's, that's crazy. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I agree with Sirius. I think Kyler's in a better situation, but – for my money, I, I just don't think I just don't feel Lamar gets enough respect. I really don't, and I don't know why. It, it's, it can't be hit the color of skin. I, I you know I refuse to believe that. It has to be because he doesn't he doesn't throw like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. So what? He, dude, this team was trash before he got there, and look at them now. Like 
I don't know. It, that's just me. I, I just don't like how they, they, they kind of they, – they just gang up on Lamar because he can't throw. Like, oh, he can throw. He throw better than me. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He throw better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. Mike, go ahead. Let me, let me get your two cents on this list. What do you like, what you don't like? So, I think that before last year and when he had to sit out a year, uh, Deshaun Watson was consensus top five. Uh, for most people right. at the quarterback position. So he did drop some, but the talent is still there. I don't know, you know, if he doesn't play another year, then it does become more out of sight, out of mind, and maybe he does fall out of that top ten. I would definitely put uh, Lamar Jackson in there over Dak. He's the biggest beef I have of not being there. The thing that I will say about Kyler Murray, he did lose D-Hop, but also um, that line wasn't very good. And I think uh, Kyler Murray is still kind of a smaller guy. So I think over the course of the season, some of those hits started to take effect. And he wasn't – Kyler Murray was not as healthy. He didn't have the same zip in his uh, his step. You know what I'm saying? Like he he, he didn't have the same explosiveness late in the season. And I think some of that was poor line play as well. I mean, listen – when D-Hop went down, you definitely saw um, him regress to mediocrity. But I also think poor line play and the toll that those hits took on him over the course of the season uh, played a role in that. However, uh, Kyler Murray has not done enough yet for me to say that he is as good as Lamar Jackson. Uh, and the other thing that I will say about Josh Allen is the year before last, he had a really good year, and then everybody said, okay, that might be a career year. He's not going to top it. He backed that up with a very good season this past year, played really well in the playoffs. You know, they were 13 seconds away uh, from going to the AFC championship game. And and that's not his fault, man. I mean, he got the ball late, got them down and scored. He had a good season. Uh, I, I have no issue with, uh, with Josh Allen being in the top ten. But to me – if you have a, a list of top ten quarterbacks and you don't have Lamar Jackson somewhere on that list, uh, that whole list loses credibility to me. I agree with a lot of the names on that list. I agree with uh, some of the ordering of those names, but at the same time, uh, to me, Lamar Jackson is such a big omission that uh, it it loses a lot of credibility. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, listen, I I'm putting Lamar at nine. I'll leave Dak at ten. I don't. Deshaun Watson shouldn't be on this list. He didn't play the whole season. I'm sorry. There's no way. Just because he got all, he got the bag. Congratulations to him. He, there's no way he should be on this list right now. Who he was, was a top five? Guy. Was that UTP? He was the top five guy just a oh. year ago, though, Barry. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't play. He didn't play, and it's not a slighter. I'm not dissing him, but it's like he didn't play. Lamar Jackson played. I, 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 what am I missing? And it's not a, it's not a diss to, to, to Deshaun Watson. He did not play. Why? He's in the top five you. right now. He's not going to play this year probably. How is he on this list? If he doesn't. I'm sorry. If he doesn't play this year, he falls. I'm not saying like we're talking talent, like as far as talent at the quarterback position. Uh, Deshaun Watson. But I don't think that's how the list was gone. generated. If it, now, if it's generated on last year's production, that's one thing. But if it's generated like, okay, 
you're looking around the league at starting quarterbacks, and then you're looking at like what you've seen over their careers and what they bring to the table. Uh, I can make a very strong argument that Deshaun Watson belongs in that top ten ahead of Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just gave us their best ten players at at each position at the quarterback position right now. So, um, serious. I'm gonna come right back to you. So, is there in the top five? Is there any surprise to you? Are you surprised Mahomes is two? Are you surprised that Burrow's five? Do you think he should be high? Stafford should be higher because he's coming off a Super Bowl. Like, is there any issue at the top of, top half of the the top ten that you have, or are you, are you good with how they set it? I'm not too sure. I think you're back now. All right. Okay. Cool. Right, Sorry about that. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I dropped for a second. My apologies. Um, honestly, with Aaron yep. Rodgers at one, Patrick Mahomes at two, Josh Allen at three, case could be made, you can flop Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I'm not going to argue that. Uh, TB12 there mm-hmm. at four, and then Joe Burrow at five. I would just honestly, just for for, 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 for me, I would probably move Justin Herbert or Russell Wilson um, over to five, um, and then, you know, follow up that way. But the way they have it, you know, shaking out is and, and not that bad, especially based off of league executives, coaches, scouts, and, and other players. Like, this is not, you know, a, a who had a better 2021. 20, this is just, you know, just throwing it out there. Who you expect to, you know, ball out in, in 2022? And so, I mean, case could be made that Russell Wilson, based off of what he um, now has in Denver with his weapons can move over. We're expecting big years from Justin Herbert, but you know, for 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 the sake of moving on and not you know, you know, being named you know, a Joe Burrow hater. I, this, this is fine because Joe Burrow is that dude and he bought out. So I got I got to put my cap to that. Yeah, I think he'll be a little higher. I think if Brady didn't come back, I think he would be four. To be honest with you. Um, got to give respect to him, like, what he did. And he's got the weapons to go with it, mind you. But he, he is that dude. He, he's got it. He's got something that a lot of teams would want at the court. I know I would want at my quarterback position. He just, you know, he, he's, a, he's a gutsy, doesn't give up kind of kid. I, I like watching him. So, um, you know, to be honest with you, and, and I definitely want to get the other chef's opinion, I, I have a little problem with Russ on the list. And and I'm it's tough because I know he's a great quarterback. I respect his game, but I had him for fantasy two years ago. The first six, seven games he was unreal. Since then, he's been boo boo. Like last year he had the injury I think it was a hand injury or something like that. Um Yeah he already had a hand injury. I can't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 you're right. Um and he just was not the same. And he had he had really, I think they said he he averaged about two hundred yards passing a game. Like he wasn't he wasn't doing much of anything. Um, so I I don't I I think he should be on the top ten. I just have a problem with it. If I'm gonna give you if I'm gonna say Deshaun shouldn't be on it because he didn't play, I I gotta maybe kind of told that same line and say Russ shouldn't be on because he hasn't played well in two and a, in a year and a half. Uh, TP, I don't know if you agree with that statement or if you want to, you know, chime in on the, the top five. Do you like that top five? 
Um, it's tough how you go about the top five. I I um I like it, but like Joe Joe Burrow made the Super Bowl this year, and it's like he just basically gave us one season out the gate. And you just said it can't go off of the 2021, but they're going off of the 2021. Same thing with Herbert. He's going off of the 2021. They are trying to catch lightning in a bottle. And just like I said at the start of the show, people are prisoners of the moment. Like, get off of that and realize what's around you. Like, I feel like both Burrow and Herbert are awesome quarterbacks, but they're not better than Russell Wilson. And um, looking at what Lamar has done with less, he came into the league with that same roster, basically. Mark Andrews was the only addition that, like, amped up his passing game. And he's had to do it. And y'all talked about um, who was the quarterback yesterday? Y'all talking about Kyler Murray offensive line? Did y'all see Baltimore Ravens offensive line? Did y'all see it? They picked up Villanueva (laughs) from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he was old with the Steelers and gave a year to Baltimore and retired. And retired, like like, are you are people high, dumb? I don't I don't get it no more. Like people grow up, man, grow up. I, I guess people want to see him go out there and have another thirteen and three, well thirteen and four season, and go crazy. And he need his team to be there. He need his running game to be there because they won't give him no receivers in a passing game. Like be real. Like people got to be real with themselves. If he had a D hop or a um a court like that's out there in, in L A with the Chargers or. Chase and Higgins and them. He don't even have a Higgins. He don't even have a Higgins. These people be real, man. And Russ been doing the incredible with with uh, anybody. It don't, if, as long as you can catch the ball, Russ will hit you. Don't worry. Don't like. Come on, come on. And and that's what Seattle gonna get because they went with the coach instead of going with the quarterback. You you know, Pete Cow gonna retire in at least two or three years. He's seventy. He's the oldest coach in the league. He's older than Belichick. And they went with the coach. Chris is <laughs> of the moment. I think. I think they run him out this year if they start off bad, but I think the conversation will be You said if they – is Geno or, or Drew Locke going to have them play good? If he's going to be there That's unless he really hang him up himself. They ain't going to run him out of there. That, they, he can't even be the blame for them two quarterbacks. He can't. That's management. They, he, you think he's out of here and requested Geno to run the show? Huh? I think – and, 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 and to be honest, here's – Guys, here's – now, here's my hot take. And, again, I was going to say this for an NFL show for later on. This, later on but I, 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 I think Pete Carroll, this is going to be his last year. I can see him pulling some type of a Sean Payton, some type of, listen, I want to go off and do better things, go off and do different things, because it's the same thing that he did at USC and that he stopped beforehand. He runs the team into the ground. He, 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 he takes over a franchise, takes over a culture, does what he wants to do with it, and then all of a sudden when it doesn't work, he, he, he leaves the team holding the bag. He's done it at, 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 at every stop. And right now with Drew Locke and Geno Smith, you know, the, the Seattle Seahawks aren't expected to win. They're not expected to win anything. And that's going to all fall back on the guy who pulled the trigger, and he doesn't deal well with that. I honestly think that this is his last year. It wouldn't shock me one bit. And that management, the same management I was talking about, they sat up there and let um, Baker Mayfield get out of their hands. Baker's better than Geno and Drew Locke. They wouldn't go get him, so they let him go to Carolina like that? Come on. I don't don't get none of that. That that meant they're burning themselves. The only way that this is not not no bad for the Seattle Seahawks is if they find a way to get Jimmy Garoppolo and Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't Jimmy Garoppolo in Seattle. I think if Jimmy Garoppolo has a resurgence, and plays 500 ball, and Seattle is in the picture, in the playoff picture, and in, in playoff relevancy come November, 
then Pete Carroll stays. But as it stands right now, I think he's gone. But again, we, but do you really we, we think talk about that San Francisco one. would trade him to Seattle? You really think they would do that? I don't. I don't think San Francisco has much of a choice because yeah. the market for because the market for 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 Jimmy Garoppolo has dried up. And here's the thing: you can. I, I had to talk with somebody on Facebook the other day. You can either cut him and have him sign with Seattle for nothing, or you can trade him and try to get some recoup some pieces and recoup some draft picks back. And at the end of the day, if you're moving on to, from, from 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 Jimmy Garoppolo to Trey Lance after you give up, you know, as many picks and as many assets as you did to go up and get Trey Lance. You gotta play the man, but what are you gonna do with somebody when mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying there's no there's no suitors? Maybe Detroit takes them if they don't you know like you know Jared Goff, but I'm not sure Detroit fans want that. The only other logical option where Jimmy Garoppolo can go in there and start day one, week one, is Seattle. And I don't I don't know how that happens. You know what I mean? Like I really, you know, I I don't. I I think it costs more to cut him. I think it, it does, and if I'm in, in Seattle, if I'm DJ Metcalf, send me to Baltimore. I'm out. I these quarterbacks would, are not going to get him the bag. They're not, and, and he great... all these receivers that got paid got quarterbacks to throw to him. He don't have nobody to throw to him. He's not going to get his money. Mike, go ahead. No, please, please, God, get Lamar some weapons because I I 100% agree. No way that Lamar Jackson is uh, – there's no way Kyler Murray is better than Lamar Jackson. I 100% believe that. But, uh, yeah, Seattle is definitely going to struggle. You know, Russell has been labeled as the best deep ball thrower in the league. He throws that deep ball as well as anybody. He is a pretty accurate passer. Um, he does have some weapons in Denver. It's going to be interesting to see uh, what pans out because everybody has said – uh, for the last few years, that the Denver Broncos are just, are are quarterback away, right? Everybody said they got all the other pieces; they're a quarterback away. Well, now you got your quarterback, but you may very well be in the best division in the league. So let's see what you can do with it. Um, and it, it pains me to say this because I'm an LSU guy and I love Joe Burrow a ton. Uh, his first year, of course, was shortened because of the knee injury. Uh, Justin Herbert's numbers for two years in a row, like. Uh, as far as yardage and all kinds of things, like uh, are ranked pretty high up there as far as uh, most uh, most from the first two years of the quarterback in the league. So uh, I don't really have much uh, argument with him being on this top ten list, but I do not think uh, he's another guy that I I do not think is is better than Lamar Jackson. Come on, let's be real. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. It's going to be a fun list, but, you know, it's going to be a fun season. I can't wait to talk football. I feel like I can talk football all day. Um, any, anything else to add on this? Any, anything, TP, you got anything? No, I'm good. I, I I said all I needed to say. Just um, Like I said, if people people want to be trapped in this moment being prisoners, um, if he had Mike Williams mm-hmm. and Keenan Allen and these dudes, just imagine what he would look like. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. Or or D Hop and and all, it, it, I think he could turn green around. I, I don't know. Like the defense is more worried no, about not? the quarterback than he worried about the, the playmakers that's going out there to catch the ball. Think about that. Think about that. They they rather mm-hmm. cover all of y'all one on one than um worry worry about y'all. They rather worry about the quarterback taking off and picking up 
eight to twenty seven yards on a scramble. Like, come on. Let's be real here. We ain't seen that since Michael. And, and I agree with you, T Yeah, I agree with you, T P. Like there's not a lot of quarterbacks that can go into Baltimore and, and win and win games consistently like Lamar can with that team, with that offensive line, with no receivers, with one tight end that's probably top easily top three in the league. But that's about it. I don't know any quarterback. There's not a lot that can do that. I'm sorry. You know, I respect to him. But TP, real quick, Stafford, number six. You like it? Uh, and that's the one thing about Stafford is like, so he has this one season, he gets a Super Bowl and wins it, and now they put him top six. He was never really up there. They always had him 15, 17. But he, and even looking at the success that Cooper Cup had, a lot of his passes to Cooper Cup. We're right at the line of scrimmage. It wasn't like he was killing them downfield. When he went downfield, he was turning the ball over. You know Stafford led the league in pick sixes. Forget picks. Pick sixes. So it's like mm-hmm. prisoners of the moment. They all, it, it's all of that, man. It, it, and, and it goes hand in hand. Like, enough is enough, man. Stop trying to catch lightning in a bottle because if so, I'm going to start testing y'all gangster. Nobody really watches sports no more. they just doing this because they see it what's in front of them right now. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to hear it anymore. No longer, man. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I, and I kind of see where you're coming from, but I kind of want to say it, it is a little bit of the now, like what, like where you are right now. Um, he he didn't win a Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Like, and he had a pretty solid year, you know what I mean? So, I, I understand what the pick six is. Yeah, that's 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 bad. But you know, this guy did, you know, he he did what a lot of people didn't do. He won. Anybody did. He won a Super Bowl. You know, beat Tom Brady head to head. Beat a hot Joe Burrow. That's what's weird. Like, how is Joe Burrow higher than Stafford and Stafford beating the Super Bowl? But, you know, I don't know. Listen, I don't vote on this stuff. I think Herbert's right where he should be, uh, to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm okay with the list. Some of the lists I, I could I could do without. But, you know, for the most part, I think they got it pretty close. We'll see how Dak uh, comes back this year. So, um, you know, if, if anybody's Barry, seen the Ezekiel Elliott, let, let me know. Yeah, good. <laughs> we'll watch this, Barry, to your argument real fast. Uh, a lot of yeah, quarterbacks go, haven't go done it. You que- you questioned a little bit about Russell Wilson being in the top ten, though he should be there. He's got a Super Bowl too. Mm. Well, I mean, this last year, I meant not only one quarterback won the Super Bowl last year. You know what I mean? That's what I meant. I, I no, you're right. Listen, Russ Russ has it. Russ has it. Um, but the last year and a half, he hasn't been that good. That's you know what I mean. That's that's where I'm. That's where I see him. But, um. I don't know. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting discussion. I, I, I'll put it that way, and I, we could talk about it all day easily. Um, I you know anybody else had anything else to add? And, and, uh, I want to I want to get the back real fast before we, we, we jump. Um, you said that Tom Brady situation. You do know Todd Bowles called the uh, a cornerback blitz that was being. Cooper Cup and let him roam free with a safety backpedaling like you you do know that right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, don't laugh because you let, let's be real here. Let's be let's yeah, be real I here. Because you know you know Stafford still had his interception total too. And and if it wasn't for Odell saving them in that first portion of that game, this, this that game could have been out of hand if Odell wasn't there. And then he tore his knee up and it was comfortable, man. But he he got a lot of help on the way too. Don't make this look like that. See, this is a prison. Yeah, Forget but he didn't get it. a lot of help in that Super Bowl, so, TP. 
He didn't. I, I, you got to be Cooper. Odell Cooper Cup, with the Cooper Cup had four catches in the first half. Cooper Cup had four catches in the first half. They shut him down, or right. Stafford wasn't making passes, mm-hmm. and then he got four more catches in the mm-hmm. uh, fourth quarter and ended up with eight catches, a hundred some odd yards, and two touchdowns. He had a touchdown in the first half and a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Like, like, where, where is the rest of this game in the middle of the game? Like, where, where this is Stafford? This is what you're talking about. How, how is Cooper Cup quiet mm-hmm. for the next three quarters? Or two quarters. Let's just say the two in the middle, the second and third. Like, what what happened? In the Super Bowl? How did they win with 23 points on the board? They won with 23 points on the board. If Aaron Donald didn't make those two plays, they ran, they ran a run play at the teeth of Aaron Donald. Like, he's not going to lay this dude out. They fell down at the line of scrimmage. And then in my head, I was with you. I was with you and sat next to you and said, the game is over because they're going to throw the ball on fourth down. They threw the ball on fourth and one. Uh, and I said I was sitting right next to you before the play happened. Yes or no, Barry? Yes or no, Barry? No, absolutely. No, I know you were right. I'm, dude, I'm not. I'm, we're here. We're here with it. But I, what I'm what I'm saying, TP, is he, yeah, the defense played really well. No, no doubt about it. But he didn't get much help on offense outside the cup. Like the run game was shut down. Surprisingly, I thought they would run a lot more. I, I'm I'm sitting here. On the FanDuel app with you, betting the over on the running backs and getting fucked out of my money because they couldn't run the football. They couldn't run the football. And, and, and then, you know, Beckham got hurt. Tight ends didn't do anything. You know, Stafford, and Stafford still let, let a game when he drives. So that's why I, I, I want to give him, I want to be fair to him. I just want to be fair. But um, I agree. Listen, your points are valid. And, and, and I, you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But. I just listen. I think Stafford is in the top ten. I think he's right where he should be, just off of uh, last year. And he's had good seasons in, in Detroit, just not um, winning seasons. But you know, he's put up the numbers. He's got numbers. Um, but <laughs> real quick, I want to talk about your boy. I want to talk about your boy Donovan, man, because it, it looks like the Jazz are, are, are open to listening to offers. So when when they said they weren't gonna take any offers on on Donovan Mitchell or any offers at all, I think right. And then Rudy Gobert, Gobert was off to Minnesota in that insane trade package. Um, they said everybody but Donovan was off the table. Now they're listening to offers, and I'm pretty sure my Knicks are at the front of the line with the most assets, looking to get Donovan Mitchell. Um, timeless. Is Mitchell a Jazz next season? Um, I'm going to be honest. I think not. I think the Utah Jazz are, like, pushing this agenda to get him out of there, uh, and I think it will happen. I think some team is going to try to make it happen after they just got rid of Rudy Gobert for half of the entire roster of Minnesota and five picks. So I think they're all gung-ho on starting all over because I think they realized what they had. They had two small guards at the one and two, and it's not going to get it done, especially in the league or in the West. Um, while everybody's tall and big, they have to, like, fight forever to make it happen. So um, I think they will end up getting rid of Donovan. But the way that I feel about the situation, that's incredible that Utah really blew this team up like that. Um, And get rid of Ingles, getting rid of Royce O'Neal, getting rid of Gobert, now Donovan Mitchell. Who are you stuck with, Conley? You stuck with um, Clarkson? Like, what what are you doing here? Like, uh, listen, Mm -hmm. Uh, Danny Ainge went over to Boston and made some things rocky up and down. He went to Utah and did the same damn thing. Uh, uh, incredible. Incredible. It worked in Boston. You know, they went to the they went to the, to the, the finals, but I agree with you. They're, if I'm Connolly, I'm pissed. I'm like, 
if if he if well, Mitchell Colorado may not here, be you better there get anyway. me in the next thing smoking. Yeah, but he he just got a he got the bag right. He just signed that nice contract to stay there, and and then now they're gonna blow the team up. Serious. What do you think? Is Donovan gonna be there? And and where do you where do you think he'll go? Where do you think he'll go? You know, it, it, it's funny because every team that I, I'm 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 scrolling through looking at now is is linked to him, wants him, including your your New York Knicks. But honestly, I think that. Um, Donovan Mitchell to to Brooklyn may end up happening. Thinks that to Brooklyn, Brooklyn to Brooklyn. I think he ends up in Brooklyn. I honestly think that it may fit a little better than him going to New York, um, because the New Yorks are the Knicks are a dumpster fire, and I think that the Utah Jazz, like Pete alluded to. Yeah, this went from zero to a hundred quick. Like the Utah Jazz. Like as a Rockets fan, I I, I can't stand the Jazz, but I, I did like Mike Conley. I did like Donovan. I do, I do like Donovan Mitchell. I respect his game. But what's going on right now in Utah is scary, and I think that Donovan Mitchell to Brooklyn um, is one of the latest rumors that I think. I like more than seeing him go to the Knicks or seeing him go to Miami or or, or seeing him go, um, you know, anywhere else. I, I think him in Brooklyn. And, I, and here's the thing, like, I think if you get him in Brooklyn and you end up moving KD, you know what I'm saying, the Brooklyn Nets have another star to somewhat, you know, build around. Like, I, I don't think he's I, I think he's going to go to New York. I don't, I, don't, I don't see him going to the Knicks. I don't see him going – to L.A. or anything like that. And speaking of the Utah Jazz, um, Mike Conley is probably linked to, you know, Connor Sexton in, in, in Cleveland, so we'll keep an eye out for that one, though. That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it doesn't, but based off of what I'm trying to – like, here's, here's the thing, like, the, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers experienced a little bit of success, and now I think they're going crazy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this article but, right now where it says – where it says honestly, Mike Conley to the the Cleveland Cavaliers is almost a foregone conclusion. So I mean, but it, it doesn't hasn't make happened sense yet. Because, it doesn't make sense because yeah, yeah, you got I'm, Garland. You got Garland as the starting point guard. That's the guy they've invested right. their future into. And then you got you got Rubio, who served as a mentor to him, who just comes off the bench. But Garland's still young enough to play a ton of minutes. It just doesn't make sense because what are you going to do? Bring well, him there and be what you gonna do? No, Bring no, 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 be no. a, ba- a backup. You're not gonna take Garland off the ball. That's the reason why they why they're gonna move Sexton. Right. What's well, and that's the thing. Like, like Colin Sexton wants a massive deal. You know what I'm saying? And the Cleveland Cavaliers are not inclined to give Colin Sexton uh, a massive deal. Oh, so, he's traded. And 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 fairness of of the article when you're talking about the Utah Jazz blowing everything up. Um, Mike Conley is, is is serviceable now. Again, and, and back to your point, you have to figure out where, make... where you're going to play him. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to move, you know, Garland off the ball and make him play two, or, or you know, Conley at... come off the bench. So that will that mean you you have to move Rubio. Um, but again, it's it, 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 it's speculation. But it, it seems like according to what this article is saying, it, 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 it's going to happen. So you know, we'll see what happens. Then. I... They're not taking – they're not – first of all, I I don't know what they do, even if they make this trade, 
but they're not taking Darius Garland off the ball. Like, they've made it quite clear that he's the guy that they believe is their point guard of the future, and he's the guy they're putting those ba- the, the, their eggs in that basket. And if that team does take him off the ball, they're setting themselves up for failure. He's a uh, He's the closest thing to, uh, you know, he's a modern-day kind of Rod Strickland in some ways to me. When I when I see him play, I, I, he kind of puts me in the mindset of a, a Rod Strickland type player. But it, that that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I do not think that uh, I agree that Mitchell doesn't go to New York. I think uh, Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell would be a terrible combination um, in mm-hmm. the backcourt for the Knicks. Um, the you know, I think that if defensively, Durant and defensively, yes, yes, I think that if Durant and Kyrie, one or both of those guys, gets traded, then anything's a fair game in Brooklyn because they're just going to try to find out, figure out how to piece a roster back together. So, I could see, I could see maybe Mitchell going there. I think that uh, I do think that Miami is not a bad fit for Donovan Mitchell, though. I think Miami. But see, the thing is, like, for for Mitchell, that's this. I do too. But here's the thing: Miami's involved in this, you know, Kevin Durant thing. So, again, right. I I I I just don't see Miami as a potential landing spot. Well, I mean, they don't. I mean, they would have to trade, you know, a good portion of their team to to do it. Which you know, which is why, again, I'm I'm kind of jumping. Which is why I have a hard time picturing Kevin Durant. And Phoenix, because you're gonna have to trade so many tremendous assets for for and literally gut your team in order to get them if you're Phoenix. And and well, and the, the problem the, with Phoenix we said in Miami is the fact the fact the problem with Phoenix and Miami for Kevin Durant they don't have the picks. They have to get a third or fourth right. team involved. So what I'm thinking and is going to happen is that Donovan is going to move along with Kevin Durant. In a trade, it's going to be a fourteen trade. It's going to be a massive trade. It's going to happen. If 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 the Knicks, the Knicks have eight picks they can trade. If the Knicks offer five to six picks, they can do it straight up with the Jazz. And the Knicks do not want to trade J.R. Barrett. They they I've heard the reports. They've said they are not putting him in a deal. And guess what? What I've also heard is that the Jazz prioritize picks. They don't want to do a sign and trade with Barrett. Because that would just put them right back where they are. Is Barrett's not as talented as Mitchell, and you'd have to. It would cost them about twenty-five to thirty million to bring him in. So it it would just. Put, they want the picks. So I. Shout out, shout out to the shout out to the Minnesota Timberwolves who made a dumb trade and messed it up for everybody in the rest <laughs> of the league. Because listen, listen, if you gave up like half your roster. And 38 draft picks or whatever they gave up. I mean, it's not quite that many, but it's it, it's one year. It's a swap, and then it's like a first year pick in like five different drafts or something sick. For Rudy Gobert, who is a one dimensional player, um, yeah. now imagine what it's going to take to get a guy like Kevin Durant. I mean, listen, Minnesota just if you ask for anything the, less, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, like exactly. If you ask hey, for so anything Minnesota, less than what you got from from them, you should be fired. No, but no, it's not even yeah. less though, Barry. It's it's more. You have to get more than what Minnesota got. No, exactly. That's because exactly it, what I mean. If you're a GM, it's not even less. It can't even be equal compensation. And Minnesota screwed it up for the rest of the league. Exactly. If you're Marks and you get come off with less than what the, the Minnesota Timberwolves got for Rudy Gobert, 
you should hand in your papers. You should be leaving right after Kevin Durant leaves. Like, that's ridiculous. So, Minnesota, yeah, I mean, it's more power to you. You overpaid for Rudy Gobert. Good luck with that. But, um, listen, the Knicks have the picks. I I think the fit is better in Miami. But I don't think Miami – I don't not Miami, I don't think the Jazz want – they they do like Tyler Hero is what I hear. They do like him, but they want picks because that's what Ainge did in Boston when he got rid of Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and sent him to Brooklyn. He got a whole host of picks, flipped it, and got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and the rest was history. So that's what he's looking to do in Utah. That That's why you traded um, – who was it, Royce? Um, for a first-round pick. Why would you trade a starter? You traded two starters now for picks. Why would you stop there? Picks aren't going to help you win. You're already a playoff team. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to help you win now. So you're rebuilding. What do you want Hero and Duncan for? Duncan Robinson. You want picks. So the Knicks are in in a part position. I I don't know if they can pull it off. And as dumb as I think it is, I mean, like, as crazy as it seems, though, like – uh, this team has made the playoffs. They were a number one seed uh, last year in the shortened season. They were in the playoffs again this year. Uh, you're not catching Golden State. You're, you're not catching Golden State. You're not going to uh, really be able to win that Western Conference with this roster as it's constructed. And so uh, you, might, you might as well say, okay, give me a couple of years to try to rebuild this thing and see what we can put together. Well, hopefully some of these other teams continue to age and then players start to rotate out, and then let's see what we can do. Like, I, I, I kind of I, – I think the fans are going to be – I mean, it's, it's probably not going to be a very exciting product that they're going to put on the floor um, over these next couple seasons as they're rebuilding this thing. But, I mean, it, as crazy as it seems and as much as they may suck in this next year, uh, it, it, I can understand the logic behind it. Yeah, absolutely. I, and and that, that's the key. Like, you're not catching the, the elite teams in the West with the Jazz. You had your, you had your shot for two years. You, and, and as much as I love Donovan, I the window down. you know, he, you know he, he hasn't won in the playoffs either. So, like, the Knicks, they would overpay for a guy that's a couple years older than Barrett and, you know, is really good as an all-star, but it, he's not superstar level yet. That, that That trade for the Knicks would make them in – Eh, team like they would maybe get the second round. I don't. That's not making them better than Philly, better than the Heat, better than um, the Bucks. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, but if you're the Knicks, second round in the playoffs, I'll sign up for that because they they've been only in the playoffs what three four times since 1999. Like that's better it than what they make have. Them so. It doesn't even make them better than Cleveland if they don't take Darius Garland off the ball. Yeah, that would make them better than Atlanta, barely. You know what I mean? They might be able to win a first round series. Who knows? So, but it's a that's an improvement for the Knicks. It really is. So I don't know. TP, what do you, what do you think? What are you thinking about Mitchell possibly coming home to New York area? The 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 the, the Greenwich kid. I, I know he's trying to get here. It, it'd be interesting to, to see if he gets to any of one of them New York teams, but. Um, they haven't moved on Kyrie yet. So him and Kyrie, they two undersized guards. And then the Knicks situation, the Knicks are always going to be a shamble until they really figure themselves out, man. Um, 
So I don't I don't know. I mean, it looked good that he closer to Connecticut and things of that nature, but um, uh uh-uh, man, the Knicks. They, they, I think they'll set themselves back because they're gonna have to give up a lot to get him. Like that, I don't I don't think that's a good thing. And Brooklyn too. Like Brooklyn don't even have an identity, let alone. They got Steve Nash coaching, and Steve Nash ain't the coach. Like, he's not the coach. They don't even respect him. They asked a player in the summer league about, I think it was Cam Thomas, about Steve Nash coaching capabilities. He got stuck. He didn't even know how to answer. Like, the cameras was rolling in his face, and he couldn't say anything. Like, stuck. So they they got a coach there that the players don't even believe in. I think that's why they all probably might be scrambling from him. So, I don't know if Donovan Mitchell wants to go there with Steve Nash being there. Yeah, and I don't know, can he can he go to Brooklyn with Ben Simmons on the roster because they both signed that uh, that rookie Max, right, so that you can't have two Max rookies on the on the same team? Is is Does that apply with Mitchell or no? Because I'm not sure. But, um, I'm not certain. I'd have to I'm look into that. I don't, know if that's, I don't know if that's a real thing. I'd have to look into that. I'm not certain on that. Yeah, because I know he can't. The, the Brooklyn can't send. They can't do a deal with Miami and take out, um, Bam out of bio because they can't, Bam and, and Simmons fall into that category. I, there was a list. I had a list. I don't know. I gotta find it. But I know those two. They can't be on the same team. Like Wiggins can't be on the same team with Ben Simmons. So they would have to move. You know what I mean? That it's it's that whole complicated thing. But. I agree with you. The Knicks would give up a lot of capital to get Mitchell. They have 11 first-round picks. They could trade eight of them. If you give up eight, then you're you're stuck. You're you're stuck with a pretty, really good star, on the cuff superstar, probably a superstar uh, in Donovan Mitchell, probably top 15 in the league if you if you break it down, and no way to build around them. You know what I mean? So because um, you would need another star to come in here to really be a serious threat, and you don't have probably won't have the assets to get them. You got the salary to get them, you know, Fournier, bye-bye. Um, you, just Fournier and and Derrick Rose make that make that work. They make that um, $30 million to $18 million for Fournier and $14 million for D. Rose. That The money works. Um, you don't even have to put in Obi Toppin, which is one player I heard that is in the mix. So it'll be interesting to see. I think he comes I – think, I think he does – listen, I'm a Knicks fan, so obviously I'm biased, but – I think the Knicks can put the best offer in and don't need another team to get involved. It, I think it makes the most sense. And I, and I do think the Jazz are blowing this up. I don't, I don't know how Donovan Mitchell would stay around and watch two starters get traded for picks. I don't know how it happens. That, that's not making that team better. So, um, I don't know. Um, good show, man. We went into overtime, but I had to talk to him on NBA. It was a, it was a, when Donovan Mitchell's name came up, I got giddy because I told everybody – Jalen Brunson ain't it for the Knicks. I think they're making a power move, and they're oh, you don't know you're talking. Okay, and you don't trust the villain. Um, but got to talk about it. Um, we'll get into more next week, and, and shows coming up. But um, Mike, give us a shot as we get out of here. The, the call is cookout. Thanks for calling in, bro. Hey man, thanks again for having me. Real quick, I believe that if that does happen, that Cleveland thing, I think that Cleveland would probably see what they could flip Conley for on the other side of that trade. I don't know that Conley would stay on that roster long term um, because I think he brings you back more than Rubio. And so uh, and Rubio still, you know, had a decently productive year and was kind of a mentor and, and had a good relationship with Darius Garland. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were to pull something off like that. He might stay on the roster, but they could uh, go with that and, and then try to 
move Conley on beyond that to to another club that could use a point guard. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'd be curious to see uh, what would happen there. But man, once again, man, uh, much love and respect to TP. Without him, I wouldn't be here with you guys and part of the family. And I really appreciate you guys having me. Uh, always good to do a show with you guys. Uh, Mr. Simmons, I'm glad you got your windows rolled up, bro. Uh, and so uh, with the rain coming. And uh, Barry, it's good to hear you strong and uh, back in the saddle again. And it's always fun to chop it up and do a show with you guys, man. Check out the uh, check out the website as football season starts coming up. You guys are going to have a lot more on there again, sportscitychefs.com. Check us out. Check out the barbershop on Clubhouse, still 12,000 strong and continuing to grow. Still having rooms in there. Um, also, man, uh, we got a baseball collective show. Still got to figure some things out there. Uh, TP and I on uh, Sunday morning to Sunday morning brunch. Uh, the t- time of Sunday morning brunch, and uh, I'm just happy to be alongside carry the man's bags, bro. But it's a good time. Uh, love and respect to everybody, man. As we say in the South, man, les les bon temps roulés. Be safe, hug your family, mommy, you love them. Peace, I'm out. Yeah, um, guess who's on it? So it's the designated rookie rule. Guess who's on it? Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Ben Simmons, Sam Adebayo. Kind of limit wow. your moves. Like, so if Brooklyn wanted to get Donovan, they'd have to move Ben Simmons. I don't know a lot of people that want Which that. Which is not like a bad that, right? move. So, it's not, but I don't know a lot of teams that are, that are going to want Ben Simmons right now. I don't know what you can get from him. Like Barry, so, Barry um, would you want to play yeah. basketball with, listen, Barry, would you, would you like to play basketball with a Simmons? Like, I, I don't know. Ayo, ayo. Is it a bad thing? <laughs> I mean... I mean, I mean, Powell win championships in the NBA. Like, like, look, look, you got Norman Powell won one in Toronto. Josh won with Kobe. Like, I'm too, but I'm Simmons. <laughs> they don't shoot. The Simmons don't shoot. Look, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Simmons get in the fourth quarter and they, they get camera shots. Simmons get in the, Simmons, Simmons get in the game and get camera shots. I feel, I feel bad for Malik. I'm, I'm hoping that Jessica family got some, some courage or something. Like, this the Simmons, Simmons this, this got a jumper. The Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad man. I need him. To, I need him to play baseball. Your nephew left-handed. It, yeah. it don't even matter. But listen, there's well, not a lot of teams. Play, but I know. A... I know he ain't gonna try. He ain't gonna be Michael Red with that or, or Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons left-handed, ain't he? <laughs> uh oh. See, funny. there we go. Andy like him too. I'm not... like, forget it. But I, I ain't gonna give him no more. I'm gonna leave him there's not a lot of teams that Donovan could be traded for without another move being made. So Trey Young's on that list. Can't go to Atlanta. Jason Tatum's on that list. Can't go to Boston. Ben Simmons, like I said, can't go to Brooklyn. Don, Luka Doncic on that list. Can't go to Dallas because they're not training Luka. Jamal Murray not go, and Michael Porter. Um, I don't know how that happened. I think because, they, you know, they, they drafted them. That you can do that. Wiggins. Carl Anthony Towns, your boy SGA uh, Alexander can't go there. Joel Embiid can't go to Philly. Devin Booker can't go to Phoenix. De'Aaron Fox, Darius Garland, John Morant just signed there. Zion just signed there. So there's not a lot of teams that that Donovan can go to without making another move and gutting your your star player, like getting rid of your star player for Donovan Mitchell. I don't know a lot of these guys. Like, I'm not trading Donovan for Luka or Trey Young or Jason Tatum. That's right off the rip. Or Jamal Murray or, or Carl Anthony Towns or Devin Booker or Zion or John Morant. There you go. New York, 
it's starting to it's starting to look it's starting to be um, what orange and blue skies. Talk yourself there, baby. into it. Woo! <laughs> what do you say? You're talking yourself into it. You love it. You love it. Orange and blue skies, baby. Woo! Stop it now, sir. Bing Stop bong. it now. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong, baby. Cheers. Give us a plug as we get out of here, man. Good to hear your voice, bro. Yo, man, it's such a pleasure to be back in the building with you guys. Just a boy series up in that 412 in the 703, man. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention as we as we left the building today, man, it, it, it's been 2001, man. Hines Field was home at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, yeah. As of as of a couple of days ago, we are now Accusure Field. Like I, I just. That just has a that has a weird name to it. Like, I, you know what? Times are changing, and you know it's going to be 150 million for over 15 years, as opposed to the 20 year deal that we had with with Hans for 57 million. So it was a financial move. But me and my dad are going to be up there uh, doing training camp the first week of August, and it's just going to be weird just to be up there, man. But shout out to. Mr. Rooney and, 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 and those guys were doing what they had to do, man. Still offense, we hate it, but at the end of the day, uh, it's about the product on the field, and um, I, I expect some big things this year. With that being said, you know, like my man alluded to, shout out to the clubhouse, man. They're doing big things over there. Shout out to everybody who's been rocking with us, man. We've been, you know, during the summer break, but, you know, it, 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 it's, a, it's almost go time, so things will be coming out back out hot and heavy, man, so we stay tuned with that. Uh, check out our blogs, our, our website, and everything that we got going on, man. With that being said, man, let's get out of here. Yeah, I haven't blogged in a minute. I have not been – I have not written anything in, in a couple of months, so um, you should write about that. Um, listen, it's it's all about the dollars, just like, you know, just like Nikki said in, in the, in the uh, casino. It's always the dollars, always the dollars. Um, so I'm not surprised that they changed the name you know, only only one that can keep their their original name is the Packers, right? Lambeau Field. So uh, there's a reason for that. But um, everything's got a you know marketing to it. So um, shout out to to Sirius, shout out to Mike calling in. Um, you know, I'm doing the show with you guys. TP, always a pleasure, bro. Um, you know, listen, um, you don't get enough credit for what you do around here. You're, you're the boss, man. Bringing us all together to talk sports and giving us a platform to do our thing. So appreciative of that. Um, you know, thanks to all our sponsors, uh, PHI Apparel. Um, listen, get to their site, get their merch. You know, you got a deal for your cooking out there. Uh, TP, you know what to do. Get us out of here, boy. Bing bong. Yeah, thank you for everybody showing up, participating. Um, I don't know why Sirius crying. He mad because a uh, Michigan group bought them. So that that's why he really crying. He's doing that because he's in front of me. That's all right, though, Sports <laughs> City, man. Don't worry. I, I got y'all, man. I, I got to try and calm him down, man. It, it's okay, man. But shout out to everybody that showed up, you know, showing us love. Continue to spread the love. Tell people what we got going on. Mike did all the commercials that we need. We got a lot of stuff going on. Like I said, the Midsummer Classic is coming around. Um, uh, Like I said, I just got my All-Star Game hat, so I'm happy about that, man. I'm really sweating this hat. If y'all ain't see it, man, check it out. It's all black and gold. Uh, Both teams are wearing those colors, so it's, it's sick. Um, but just stay tuned with what we got uh, week by week, day by day. We got some good 
information, good sports. The football's right around the corner, so I know people can't wait for us to start putting that stuff back on the grill. But on that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend, it's the Sports City Chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports City, Sports City, Chef, you, Chef, you. Uh-huh.